Wealthy Independent. Hi, I'm 45 years old. I don't work. I live off trust funds. I do have addiction problems. I had surgery on my arm and is addicted to pain pills, which I get lots of from my doctors. I have a nice body and I'm very well endowed, looking for a girlfriend. That had one of those great twist endings. Because you thought maybe he was looking for help. No, no, he's going to put all his stuff out there in hopes that someone's like, "Ah, so you don't work. You're 45. You probably have never had to work, which means you are just fascinating to talk to and have zero sense of entitlement or uh, poor ideas about how the world works. You have addiction problems. But on the plus side, you have a nice body and a big cock. Nothing else to speak for you. I would be so ashamed to have an ad like that. Because he doesn't even talk about his face. His face, as far as he's concerned, is a loss. Because you know he would mention it if he thought that was an asset. Isn't that pretty much all every woman needs an extremely needy fucked up man with a large cock wait addicted but not going to siphon off you for the money i mean there there are some pluses here hi i'm monica homburg and this is craig's lost from dazed and convicted Listen to my daughter podcast. It's terrible. Hey, how was your summer? Mine? I found out that uh, I made out with a child molester uh, who ran a child porn ring and also had sex with animals. My life has officially jumped the shark. I talk about this on stage to various degrees of horror. The very short version is that I went out on an OK Cupid date with this guy, and there was sort of some vague chemistry, but it was more that I was just extremely horny, and it had been like eight or nine months since I had sex. And at that point, it's just anything would work on me. So this is how I'm like trying to disassociate myself from this whole situation. But anyway, we made out. And then in the summer, this huge news story hit. And when I saw the picture, I was like, this, this can't be. So this is why I make fun of other people. Cause up until this incident, I had some strange experiences, but I could at least trick myself into thinking, I've got good judgment. If we can just pretend just for the length of this show, I've got some crazy people on Craigslist. I mean, really, how clueless can some people be? There's a common trope that I've discussed before about Craigslist ads that they phrase something that they want you to do for them as a favor they're offering you. The perfect example, are you getting enough protein in your diet? Male looking for female. There are numerous health benefits to gulping down a fresh load of man juice. This guy makes it seem like you're going over to the vegan juicer, and instead of wheatgrass, they're just throwing in a splash of semen. 
And if you like to be on the receiving end, I ejaculate a lot, as in a ton of semen. There must be somebody with that fetish. But I can tell you, from the women I've surveyed, most of us would prefer you had virtually no semen at all. I don't know if he's just really hoping someone's like, oh my god, I have constantly been thinking about this. Could someone come down my throat as though they were one of those milk jugs? I can feed you after sex. Aww. Like a baby bird. Or after masturbating for you. And in brackets, he's like, as you're sucking my nuts. Close brackets. Either works fine. He's so agreeable. And he ends with willing to get tested for the right girl. For the right girl. Yeah, everyone else got gonorrhea of the lymph nodes, but he thinks I'm special. Free room for joining our peaceful household. You must be willing to relocate to Wazilla, Alaska. <laughs> Unsold. Let's take a look at TripAdvisor's 10 top things to do in Wazilla, Alaska. There's the Iditarod headquarters. The headquarters, though. So you could learn about uh, dog sledding. All I need to know about dog sledding is there are sleds. They are pulled by dogs. I don't give a shit. This ad is for a female to join the household as a personal assistant. Household assistant. Combo of duties. Or something else. I imagine you feel the way I do with these posts, where as soon as there's something else, you immediately think of a perverted something else. There's no blank that's just, oh, I guess they mean I'll be doing a lot of dusting. If you are interested in joining an established household community, I hate those just fly-by-night ones, then please keep reading. If you are interested in joining as a financial provider, then we have many, many other benefits we can offer you. Financial provider. What, is someone supposed to be interested in supporting these people? Some sort of patron of the hippie community? You guys are doing such good work here, being dirty and chanting. I, 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 want, I want to give you some money. We are offering the following. A space slash room with all bills paid, drinks at bars, daily organic meals, Movies at theaters, including popcorn and drinks. There's also a Body Renew gym membership with tanning, which is even more ridiculous in a place like Alaska. In the dead of winter, you're going to get a fucking tan. Everyone who gets a tan at a tanning salon, they always look just a little more roasted than the average tanner. So everyone in this household gets this bonus. So then there's just one house with a bunch of weird people who live together and sing songs together and do all their activities, going to the movies and everything together. And they're all tanned. Hey, what's happening at that house over there on Syrup Lane? Oh, you, you mean the one with uh, all the tanned hippies? I'm sure it's nothing strange. Then they have retirement planning. They're looking for financial support. So they don't have any money. What is the retirement planning going to consist of? 
I'm here to plan my future. Yeah, you, you don't have one. But on the list, it said retirement planning? Yeah, you don't get to retire. Uh, okay. Yeah, you have to spend the rest of your life working for the house. Um, until you die. Thanks. Yearly vacations with the household. You can't even get away from these people when you go on vacation. Not even once a year do you get to do your own fucking thing. It's, oh, right, you guys are here again. I hope they go on cruises. I hope they go places where it's super conspicuous to have, like, 50 fucking tanned people. And then for the yearly vacations, there's a clause there that says, depends on your level of involvement. So they could veto your vacation. You didn't adequately fulfill your role of something else. Wait, what? What did that entail? Well, it doesn't matter. You didn't do it. So now I have to stay home while we all go away. I would actually be so happy to have the space for myself. I'd be doing everything to make sure that these people went along without me. Oh, did I leave the stove on again and burn down two of your rooms? Oh, God, I guess I can't go on vacation, huh? I went to Vancouver for a few days because uh, my father's dying. And I've got a lot of father dying jokes, but I'm going to hold off on those until, you know, they're more polished. And for now, I just came across an article that even in the throes of this dysfunction made me so sickly happy. This is the title. Community theater actor sentenced already. Okay. Already. That's not a title. Community theater actor sentenced to death for killing, comma, dismembering Afghanistan vet to pay for wedding. How does all of this fit into each other? Daniel Patrick Wozniak could have postponed his wedding. He could have found a cheaper venue. He could have waited until he and Rachel Buffett, his fiancée, had enough money for a proper honeymoon. The community theater actor living in Los Alamitos, California, could have done a great many things to remedy the fact that he couldn't afford the ceremony for his coming nuptials. Instead, he chose to kill his neighbor Sam Hur, an army veteran who served in Afghanistan, to steal Hur's combat pay. He chose to saw off Hur's head, arm, and hand to make a positive identification of the body more difficult. How does this get resolved in your mind? You know how we all justify things that we do that are shitty? Oh, you cheated on somebody. Oh, it's crappy, but oh, you weren't getting enough attention. Something, right? But how you go, really need some money so we can get some of that lobster at the wedding buffet. Gonna kill a man. Cut off his arms and his head and his legs. Super good person here. He chose to murder a young woman. Oh, he ch what? He's, he's killing someone else now. He chose, this is the first time I'm reading this because I saw the headline and went, what? And, uh, before my brain entirely shut down, I thought, well, I'll, I'll get this recorded. It, it's starting to, to power down now though. He chose to murder a young woman named Jury, Julie Kiboshi, in hopes of throwing police off his trail by making it appear that hair had raped and killed her. This is fucking elaborate. This is a lot of planning for your potato gratin side dish. For these choices, 
32-year-old Wozniak was sentenced to death on Friday in Orange County, California Superior Court after a jury deliberated for just about an hour. Just about an hour. They're like, that. this was wrong. And then there's someone going, ah, but death? And that's pretty much what they were talking about for the rest of the 55 minutes was the one person who's just like, well, I don't believe in the death penalty. And you're like, but, but this guy, though. Okay, so there's a quote from the judge in the other article. At the cost of two human lives, the defendant chose to not get married inexpensively or to defer his honeymoon. Conley said he wanted to do it in style, and he was willing to kill two people he knew to accomplish this. You know, women sometimes have very high expectations for what their big day will be like. I wonder if that was a conversation that they had, where she was like, I don't care what you have to do. If you gotta kill an army vet, and then kill a woman and pretend that that woman was raped and murdered by him, I don't care, okay? Because I want my special day! And in fairness, isn't your special day even more special if someone murdered two people to get it for you? For the very few people that actually keep track of my life and listen to my podcast, the Venn diagram is like one. You might have by now learned that my father has passed away. That's clearly in itself not funny. But what is funny is that when I first recorded that first part, it's because I had to go to Vancouver because my mom had told me that my dad didn't have very long. And what she said was that they told her in the hospital uh, that he had six months to live. And I was like, oh, man, they just told you that. That sucks. And then she goes, oh, no, they told me that the last time we were in the hospital. And I was like, OK, doing the math. Oh, yeah, that was six months ago. <laughs> I feel like my parents are just... And only one left now, but I feel like they're just flipping through the pages of the worst Jewish joke books and just living their life like it was a manual. <laughs> because there is a joke like that. This guy goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, I, I have some good news and some bad news. And the guy's like, Oh, all right. Well, good news first, please. And the doctor says, you have one day to live. And the guy's like, What's the bad news? And the doctor goes, I should have told you yesterday. The title is Blue Lives Matter, which made me initially think of Grover or Cookie Monster. And I, I'm for that movement. Nice, friendly, private male looking to chat with and befriend police officers slash cops slash military slash law enforcement. Not necessarily looking for a sexual relationship, but open to the possibility if you're single. If married, platonic friendship is what would be best. Because this is what officers are looking for. They're like, you know, I could really use a friend. Is there anyone on Craigslist who could satisfy that need? And then he gets into it. We live in an anti-cop climate, and despite there being some bad apples out there, most cops deserve our respect. Here's the thing. I also have a cop fetish. You could just say, you know what, I'm real into cops. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to pretend it's something altruistic. I will give you a blowjob. I will prove that you are still loved. Because I'd love to get to know a cop, let you vent your frustrations, and just remind you that you have civilian allies out there. 
just a friendly supporter out there looking for the blue line. I love all of it. All of it. That he links his fetish with the social movement. And there's no other way to support them, you know, other than having sex with them. I wonder if this guy is open to transit cops. I actually do this show live. The next one is November 24th, 8 p.m. at the Groove Barn Grill. The last show was the first show, and it was a lot of fun. It was a small crowd, but you're going to hear, because you're going to hear the clapping. And it's not that there were 500 people and only three of them clapped. It's that we had like 20 people. So it's, it's the clapping's not going to be super loud, but it would have been. It would have been for sure. The live show is pretty much what this show is, except that I have actual other guests. You're going to hear in the clip how infrequently I get to talk to other humans. Because I'm so excited. I'm so excited that at the beginning of this clip, I sound like Kelly Ripa. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be doing this. I have a podcast for those of you who don't actually personally know me, which probably three people, but I love you three as well. I have a podcast called Dazed and Convicted Craig's Lost, where I talk about really bizarre Craigslist ads. And they're the ones that are unintentionally bizarre, right? Sometimes people put things up and they're supposed to be a joke, but sometimes people don't know they're a joke. And I find that much more amusing. I have a goat I will rent out all day long for $5. There's a $20 deposit, but if you bring the goat back and it has been penetrated, you lose your deposit. (laughs) This guy drives a hard bargain. (laughs) Also, if you'll notice, if you are into fucking goats, it's only 20 bucks. Now we have my wonderful panel, Roger Beck. Oh, well. Hello. Jacob Alshin and Susan Mazur. Hi. Okay, this is the first one we're going to be discussing. And I need a lot of help with this one, which is why I need the panel. Does your pet have a credit card? This one's in Toronto. This is local, guys. Right? Just want to let you know that no matter what craziness you think, oh, that's not part of us, it is always something you can potentially find locally. Hey, pet lovers, we need your help. Ground Class Media is casting pet owners whose kitty or canine has their very own credit card. Crazy, right? Well, we want to hear from you and find out how fucking crazy you are. This is a... Reality shows, in general, uh, they always phrase it like, you know, oh, you know, you're enjoying something fun, and really what they're saying is you are a useless piece of shit that everyone is going to watch and make fun of, and this is a prime example of that. There's, there's no one that has a pet who has a credit card who is not completely, utterly batshit insane. But uh, I'll, I'll defer to you guys. What do you think? I, 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 I have a pet credit card. Oh. My pet has a credit card. Oh, and oh sorry. And there's sorry. a dark side to this. Okay. There, there really is, because it was the only way I could find out that Fluffy had a catnip addiction. Oh, God, yeah. I understand. So, Once you check yeah. your credit card bills. And, and Pornhub, all those charges for wow. subscription. Oh, God. Must have been. He could use that thousand dollars to pay it off. Really? Did you ever think of just reading Fluffy's diary? You know, you could get paid a thousand dollars to share that story you just shared. Isn't that you really incredible? Make money. I, I'm an entrepreneur here. <laughs> My favorite part is where it says "crazy," right? And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking crazy." That's called credit card fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Come, come tell us on the film that you got a credit card in your dog's name. Also, they'd be like, can we see your ID? Buttons? <laughs> Let me tell you that from my experience with the females I've trained, anyone who refers to women as females or ladies, red fucking flag that right they've there. trained. You don't know which way he means trained here. Oh, like a train. Like a like train. A, like a gangbang style yes, train. Yes, like a train. I'm sorry, there are some people that don't chronically watch porn like the two of us oh, endlessly, okay. <laughs> so that terms like gate and train might be alien to them, and that must be a really nice reality, guys. <laughs> I want to be Yeah, there. when I hear trained, I immediately think sex. It's well, not even... Well, yeah. The idea of any sort of train. Any sort of train. And even if you hear the sound of a train, yeah. you're like, Someone's people are fucking. Sex. Yeah, that's it. It's a hobo. I hate to write. Says this writer. <laughs> Key problem. And this has been a 10 plus years effort so far. If you have not had at least 10 years experience in like trying to write a book, in publishing, please don't bother me. If you are not touched and compelled by human suffering, don't email me. If you are not comfortable with science and even some mathematics, don't email me. Uh, basically, nobody email this guy. Whose human suffering is he referring to, his or mine? Yes. The woman with him. Seeking a psychic, intuitive, medium type, who can write dog horoscopes for a pet membership community. Oh, it's exclusive. Maybe, again, why they need a credit card. All right, we're looking for someone who has a love of dogs, is easy to work with. Impossible, because they're a pet psychic. They're fucking nuts. And can adhere to a deadline. What the fuck? Uh, Roger. My favorite part is where they say... We're looking for someone who's easy to work with, like the last pet psychic was a real son of a bitch. <laughs> Resort video actress, $7,200 per week. Unknown face, age 18 to 25, needed for romantic scenes with senior male to be used in travel and five-star resort promotions. Definitely a thing you see in five-star resort promotions. A 20-year-old woman is fucking a 50 to 60 year old man. We are a photography videography studio that has specialized in wedding, party, and ball assignments. I've never really thought of it as an assignment, just a, as a thing I do to make someone else happy. We are a photography videography studio that has specialized in wedding, party, and ball assignments. But business is now way down, and one of our customers offered us an interesting opportunity to make resort films with a love scene to better attract clientele to watch sales videos. <laughs> Welcome to our award-winning hotel, where we do our best to ensure all of your needs are met. Our exceptional guest services, pristine room condition, and cleanliness are just a few reasons why we have been awarded the 2016 Platinum Award. We're a 100% smoke-free hotel. Oh, and there's someone fucking. Conveniently located close to all the area's outstanding attractions. Bob? Oh, wow, that is a hot, hot woman. Yeah. Our on-site restaurant and lounge offers the on the... Sure, continue doing it on that table. Our complimentary hot breakfast buffet includes scrambled eggs, sausages, fresh breads, and other assorted items. And some people fucking. You can relax comfortably in our new library area. Ooh, keep going with that, Dave. With cozy fireplace, take a splash in the indoor heated pool. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh yes. 
Yes. Oh, God. I know you're 40 years my senior, but God, can you ever fuck? Oh, God. The romantic scene will be videographed through a translucent screen. The audience will be seeing undressing, showering, and romance. I really want the word romance just stricken out of the dictionary. Scenes do not include intercourse. You cannot be identified in the romantic scenes. Remember this. Hold that in your brain because we're going to get to a section that completely contradicts that. And then they will see you in a DVD of the entire resort in action, just as I demonstrated. This is a new approach for these resorts, and they sure need something new to help fill their empty rooms. You have entirely run out of ideas. Throw in a bag of tits. Our actors will be treated with respect, and everything possible will be done to make these assignments comfortable physically and psychologically. What are they going to do to make the experience psychologically better for you? Do they have a therapist on hand? And if so, is that person just there to make this okay for you if you don't feel okay about it? This is fine. I've done a number of nude scenes. Not for sales videos. Because I don't know how to make money, I guess. The best they ever do, really, is technically close the set. Close the set so they had like the main people, the main crew. But what tends to happen is a lot of people just sort of stand around lurking like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I, 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 uh, I definitely have to be uh, the third hand on the microphone right now. The nude test rehearsal, always a good sign when the test and the rehearsal are exactly the same thing, will be in a lovely Westwood home. I like how they sell you on the fact that you are going to have to be nude for a bunch of people by saying it's in a pretty place. You know how you'd feel exploited if it was in a shack behind the dumpster? You will not be paid for the rehearsal test, and it's going to take about 30 to 60 minutes. But it's not paid, even though they get to see you naked, for a casting. This isn't for anything ever happening, because this is not a sellable product. So really what they're doing is offering you the carrot of $7,200. But first you have to come to our home and take your clothes off for free and we can stare at you for 30 to 60 minutes. And there's not going to be any fucking translucent screen for this audition. And if there is, do you think they're not videotaping you from the other angle? And then it says free images for your portfolio. What use would images where you are theoretically not seen be for your portfolio? Like a silhouette is really only so valuable for your modeling portfolio. Hi, you want to see my modeling portfolio? Here's me behind a screen. Oh, here's another one with me behind the screen. This one's behind a screen as well. I've, I've got a lot of these. You're perfect for the Maybelline ad. We're shooting that behind a screen too. Thank you so much for listening to episode 127. If you're in Toronto, please do come see the live show November 24th at the Groove Bar and Grill at 8 p.m. Any information about the show or the live shows, you can find that at craigslost.tv or dazedandconvicted.com. They are the same site. I just can't go through the name change. So it's, it's as is. 
I do comedy live. I do voiceovers. You can find information about me at monicahomburg.com. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-H-A-M-B-U-R-G. I, I just have a little quick clip for you. Sometimes I try to watch amateur porn, and that's on me. Because I think the people fucking tend to get kickbacks from whatever daytime TV shows playing in the background. You're not legally allowed to record yourself having sex unless there's some pervasive distracting noise in the background. Oven timers, Judge Joe Brown, your radio's on. Who has a fucking radio but still always on? And this one that I tried to watch, the girl kept saying her boyfriend's name over and over again. And his name was Aaron. Aaron is a super unerotic name. I'm surprised he could keep his erection hearing his name. I taped about four minutes. I'm going to play this, edit it, and I'm going to tell you the interlude. Like how long she can go without saying Aaron. So about 18 seconds goes by. Eight seconds. Six seconds. Six seconds again. Who does this video work for? Unless your name is also Aaron.